The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Cowboys Storyline with Nick Eatman. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Cowboys Storyline. It is Thursday, January the 4th. Getting ready for the Cowboys taking on the Commanders in Landover, Maryland, Washington, D.C. People always say, where are you going? Are you going to D.C.? Like Sometimes, sometimes we have gone to, to D.C. I remember I've stayed like, well, our hotel stayed like right there by the White House, walking around a little bit there, and we've seen some of the monuments and all that, but... Uh, I'm not even sure where we're staying this year, but you know it's it's all over the map from Virginia, uh, Maryland, in the middle of D.C. All that it's a it's a it's a trip. I'll tell you that. I don't know if it's a great trip, but it's always a trip one way or another. All right, eight 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 five five two two nine seven. That is the number to call. Plenty to talk about. We'll go through some of the storylines of the of the week here. Finally, officially, uh, Lyle Collins, Damian Wilson on the team, uh, on the practice squad at least. Uh, they have returned. Um, there was a little bit of a contract situation uh, that took a while for Lyle. I think he had some deferred money from the Bengals that, that he they were paying him in, but until he signs with another team. And if he signs with another team, he's gonna have, they had to come out with – they had to settle that a little bit uh, before it was official. That's why – you didn't see that on our site. You saw it on other other sites, but uh, that's that's kind of what was the holdup there. Why wasn't it practice yesterday? But they signed uh, four guys. One of them, um, Racy McMath. That's a real real name. Uh, a wide receiver, um, and then Shadedrick Thompson or something like that. Sorry, I just got the list. Uh, he's a running back. They got four guys. Uh, they released four from the practice squad. One of them being Martavis Bryant. So if you if you had those, you know, thoughts that maybe he was going to come in and be elevated and save the day and be a, you know, red zone threat, and no, he he's been released. Um, along with Tyron Billy Johnson's another. He's a speedy wide receiver that they released as well. Uh, a couple other guys, uh, Prevlian and uh, Panky, a um, couple of players there. Also, the Pro Bowl came out. Uh, we said yesterday, I thought maybe seven, eight. Uh, they ended up with seven, seven Pro Bowlers. The six were given. The one that was not not so sure about was uh, Brian Anger. Uh, the punter gets in for the second time. So uh, any any snubs? Uh, I don't think so. Um, some of y'all might. Um, Tank, Tyler Smith. You know, I'm sure that they're on the alternate list. Uh, Jake Ferguson, I just there's no way there's too many too many tight ends with better stats in front of them in the NFC. Um, but you know, it's still seven is a really good number. Uh, and you know, of course, nobody wants them to play in those Pro Bowl games. Of course, that we know what that would mean. But still, it's a great honor. And I think the greatest stat, maybe ever, like ever in in all of the years of covering the Cowboys, the greatest stat is the fact that Zach Martin now, nine Pro Bowls, has more Pro Bowls than he has career holding calls. Career. We've seen guys have three holding calls in one drive. This guy, I think he's got five holding calls in his career, maybe six, and nine nine Pro Bowls. That... Find a better stat that's more mind blowing than that. Like I, I don't know. That's that's gonna rank right up there. All right, let's get go, let's get going here. Gary, New Mexico is our first caller. Hey Nick, good morning from the snowy mountains of New Mexico. Nice. Uh, I've been calling in off and on throughout the year, and with the exception of the San Francisco game, when I was a little upset, a little, I've tried to maintain an even keel. You know, let the cake bake. Let's see how it plays out. Well, here we are. I like that. that let cake the cake is, bake. Yeah, man, and that cake is starting to smell pretty good right now. What flavor? Because we've got it. What flavor? Yeah, I don't know what what flavor. I don't know, man. Peppermint. Blue. My daughter makes a great peppermint cake. Blueberry? She's never tried it. Since Blueberry? Yeah, that'd be good. I mean, since the Cowboys but, are blue, I don't know. All right. Yeah, as long Sorry. as it's got a star on top. There but here's go. the deal, man. Everybody's griped and complained and fired the coach and get rid of Dak Prescott. But if you would have told us at the beginning of the year – 
you're going to be playing for the number two seed on the last Sunday of the season. Would you have taken that? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely, man. So that, that, that that's all I wanted to say. And then I got a question for you, but um, just relax and enjoy the ride. This this team has a chance to do something very special. And your comment about Zach Martin, I really want I really want them to get to a Super Bowl for some of the guys like that because Zach Martin is now up there with guys like Bob Lilly and Mel Renfro. <laughs> I mean, all-time Cowboy greats as far as Pro Bowl selections. And it, it would be a shame if, if he ends his career and never gets to play in a Super Bowl for Dallas. Yeah. So they, they need to get there. And, and my other comment, and then I'll leave it and let you talk about it, but Dak Prescott in the year that he's having. Mm-hmm. And I think we're underestimating how good he's playing. If, if he is able to get Dallas to a Super Bowl this year, and I know that's a long shot, but if he's able to get Dallas to a Super Bowl this year, then that's going to rank – it already ranks as one of the best Cowboy quarterback seasons we've ever seen. And, he, and he's doing this without a running game. Exactly. I mean, he's doing it without – what he's doing without a running game and what McCarthy's done with Dak Prescott and turning his season around. And I think a lot of it has to do with he's healthy this year and he wasn't completely healthy the last couple of years. Right. But let's enjoy what we've got and let's go out and blow out the Redskins – or blow out Washington and then get on a little bit of a run. All right. Like it. All right. Thanks, Nick. All right. Enjoy that cake. Um, I agree with all that. Um, Zach Martin is becoming – you know, he's in that category now of when it's all said and done, I mean, ranking the top 10 player, not not offensive lineman. Okay, he's been number two for a long time. Man, I don't know if he, I don't know about being, I don't know if he'll ever be number one. I mean, just because he doesn't have the strength like Larry Allen and doesn't have the play that Larry Allen had, of course, with the Saints. Um and Larry had 11 Pro Bowls, I believe, and he's got nine. I just don't know if he'll ever be, like, better than that. Um, but it doesn't matter. I think he's a top 10 player in franchise history, regardless of position. That's where it's going to be, I think, for Zach Martin. Um, man, I'm glad they didn't draft uh, Johnny Manziel. Um, wow. I mean, can you ima- could you imagine? And honestly, it wasn't just Johnny Manziel. They had like three or four defensive players that they wanted to take on top of that. And um, I mean, one of them was Aaron Donald, which is, you know, he, he's good. And then, of course, and then there's some others. Um, another guy from the Steelers, which I, 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 Shazier, Ryan Shazier, the guy that got injured, um, he was one of them that went right in front. And then they said, all right, it's either going to be Johnny or, or Zach Martin. And they went, of course, with uh, Zach. Good, good pick. Um, and, and as of for Dak, you know, I looked at this the other day. Why not Dak for comeback player of the year? When looking at comeback player of the year and, and, and see some of the people that were there. I mean, does it always have to be just an injury? Can it just be coming back from not having a good season, not playing well, whatever? And, you know, I mean, why not? I mean, this has been an unbelievable comeback year. So I kind of was looking at it and I'm like, well, who, who are the guys up there? You know, thinking I had a case. And then I was like, well, you know who's going to win it? And I was talking to some people, and I'm like, who, who? I mean, who's had a better comeback year? And he's like, DeMar Hamlin. I'm like, okay, well, that's it. All right, he wins for sure, 100%. All right, let's go Irene in Virginia. Hey, Nick. Morning, everybody. How are you? How's the weather up there? What's the weather look yeah. like Sunday? That's what I was going to say. I'm going to start with some Mickey Spagnola weather. Up hey, for you. in this case, um, we'll take it. We need it. Uh, I know, I know, I know. It's trending very well. So precipitation is basically completely out the window. All the snow lovers are crying. But anyway, and I love snow, but not not on Sunday. Yeah. Um, the weather, the temperature's trending up. So instead of 43 as the high, it's 47. That's nice. Okay. Um, the one thing we can't get to go down yet is the wind. Um, it's not, it's like between 5 and 12 miles per hour most of the game, but there are gusts that can get up to like 25. So, I'm hoping that trends with the rest of them because, you know, I want to see a Brandon Cooks over the top or something right. like that and not have it blow away from sideline or something, you know? Yeah. Um, and all the other thing to think about, this is actually three-quarters of this game will be a night game. Um, sunset's going to be at, like, 5.05. So the first quarter will be in daylight, low daylight, and then, boom, night game. Um so the uh, I had a question for you. I wanted to know 
not so much best memory and worst memory of the commanders, but FedEx Field itself, what is the best and worst part, if there even is a best part of it? Because <laughs> I always hear about, you know, these different stadiums and, you know, the concessions, or not concessions, but what they feed you and all that. I'm just interested in hearing that part of it. Okay. Um, and then I kept, keep meaning to say, I think you had a Wyoming call. I'm pretty sure you did. Really? But, no? I I don't, I haven't, I don't remember that. I've gone th- through all my sheets and stuff. Okay. I, I don't. I mean, I don't think so. I really don't think okay. so. And you know what else I've been kind of looking into? Kind of yeah. Oregon. Oh, I don't think you've had that. No, no. So, yeah. you know, they just kind of chill over there. I, I tell you this, though. If I could just pick one state that I've never visited, Oregon. I'm fascinated by that. It just seems like it would be an awesome place to go. I've never been. I'd like to go. I'd like to visit Oregon for some reason. I don't know. I gotta. We gotta figure that out. Been there. Been there. Okay, Chris. Cool. Okay. God. I have not been there, but uh, I, I think yeah. touring the, the Nike uh, in Nike up there. I did. Yeah, that would be Portland. cool. Yeah, in Portland. Portland's out here a pretty cool place. So, all right, yeah, Irene, you got anything um, else? No, the only thing. Well, I think their linebacker sucks, so I'm hoping it's a big Nick Ferguson game. But you know, they might come with corners. Who knows? Um, and then. Since there's a few of us listeners that are actually coming to the game, I would love to like try and connect. So I'm going to put my uh, I'll respond to the DC storyline on Twitter with my handle. And if anyone wants to meet up and do a little photo op for the storyline, cool. Um, cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'm not well, even sure. It. I'm not sure exactly where we're staying. You probably know. I, I don't. I don't know. Not that I would broadcast it here, but yeah. I mean. Uh, uh, it'll be, it'll be, yeah, it'll be cool. If that happens, obviously let let me know, and uh, that'd be kind of cool to connect with with anybody that that's going to the game, or or at least in the area. So, all right, thank, all right thanks, care. Irene. Have a good one. Thanks for calling. Up there, it's a nice little weather report. We used to we used to laugh at Mickey all the time, and Mickey used you know start off the show with weather report and stuff like that, and it's like nobody cares, you know. Out of that well, way. you could talk to Mickey. <laughs> but um never, haven't heard that one. Haven't heard that drop. But um all right. Curtis in Oklahoma. It's been a while since I heard from Curtis in Oklahoma. How you doing? Yes, sir. Doing good. I haven't missed any shows though, man. I've been uh watching on YouTube. Oh, appreciate that. You know, I said that the other day. I was like, We need more YouTube views. YouTube. I said that yeah. and it was like I, and I I've got got a little bit more. I think it's a little more difficult for your show because you try to listen to the show when you're trying to call in. Yeah, yeah, so. for sure. But uh, we're just growing this thing, having a lot of fun doing it. So, and I remember you were one of the first ones that called way back. So, how you doing? Yes, sir. Excellent, man. I'm doing good. I'm just I'm completely shocked that we're able to get these home playoff games. Um, obviously, with our record. Um, it just means I think it means everything to our team, and to be able to possibly avoid the 49ers until possibly the NFC Championship game mm-hmm. uh, just shows. I'm just so glad that they are rewarded for their hard work. Yeah. Uh, you know, everybody has ups and downs, and thankfully, right now the Eagles are down, down. So, yeah. um, I just wanted to uh, commend our uh, defense. Um, I know that starting out the year they were on an absolute tear, and they've been kind of roached a couple times but uh this last game against detroit like i have gibbs on my fantasy team and he has just been tearing teams up and uh, to be able to hold him the way that they did and not only just hold hold him but dan campbell talked about it in one of his post-game conferences um like to get negative run plays uh, you know, Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence a couple times were able to stop their run game in the backfield. Uh, just really sets up, you know, what we like to do as far as uh, putting him in passing down so that we can pin our ears back. And uh, for Jordan Lewis and Donovan Wilson to come up with turnovers uh, really uh, stepped up in the absence. You know, Deron Bland hasn't yeah. uh, had those amazing pick sixes um, or really like. Uh, highlight PBUs or anything like that in the last couple of weeks. So for other guys, especially somebody like Dono, who you know had some really good last year and a couple times this year, hadn't really heard his name called a whole lot. Uh, for him and Jordan Lewis to step up the way that they have, man, I'm just super excited yeah. um, about everything that we have in, uh, ahead of us. Yep, 
Yeah, uh, you're exactly right. The the addition of uh, Donovan Wilson being a, a playmaker. I mean, he he is. Yeah, that's what he was last year. You know, I I actually f- found some stat last year. Like he was the only safety in the league that had over a hundred tackles, had a interception, had five sacks, had a forced fumble, a fumble recovery. I mean, just all these things just show that he's around the ball making plays. Uh, you know, he has to have the hundred tackles. He's the only safety that did that. You know, and then they rewarded him, signed him, and then it just it just hasn't worked out this year as far as got injury in training camp. And he got banged up again when he came back. He just never found the flow. But he's he's in it now. He's making plays. And that interception was amazing. I mean, it was a great, great play. I mean, that interception because just showed you just, you know, a guy that understands exactly how to just be an athlete. I mean, he picked off that pass, diving and then torquing his body to make sure that it's, you know, not, you know, the ball doesn't hit the ground and he keeps that up. I and mean, it was just a really, really good play. Um and, uh, you know, just allowed the Cowboys to get the ball, run out the clock, and win the game. Well, sorry, it didn't work out like that, but they still won. All right, Luke in Maryland. Next caller, Luke, are you there? Hey, Luke. Hey, hey how you doing, Nick? Good, First how are you? First time caller. First time caller, all right. First time caller. Let's go. All right. Okay. I've got a couple of things. You right. know, I, I don't know how much time I have. Not not in, a ton. On, but just we'll okay. See. Yeah, you, you got it. You're good. Uh, I'm gonna give you an option. You pick one. In honor of playing the, the Washington team this 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 weekend, do you want the Daniel Snyder story, or do you want how I became a Cowboy fan? Uh, I well, take the first first one. The Dennis Snyder story. So I was working in a restaurant uh, before Dennis Snyder bought the team. And the restaurant is right across from his business that he owns before he bought the team. And he usually will come over, you know, have something to eat and then go back to work. And then finally we find out that he just bought the, bought the team. And we're like, oh, my God, that's great. And he came in a couple of times after that. I got a couple of tickets to some preseason games and stuff like that. And we'll just dive, we chat. He never knew where I was. I didn't tell him I was the cowboy fan at that time. We just, you know, we just talked. And one day he came in and my boss was there. And I'm like, hey, boss, hey, meet Daniel Snyder, rescue owner, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, they were, and my boss turned around and goes, but why are you talking to Luke? He's a cowboy fan. And you should see the look on Mr. Snyder's face like, what? He goes, I've been diving you all this time. You've got tickets for me and you never tell me this? He goes, well, man, you just you just lost a friend, man. That's it. I, I can't deal with you no more. And he just walked out of the restaurant. And I'm thinking, really? I could have been getting tickets for a long time, and this guy would never know who I was. So, you know, but that, that, was, that was my encounter with him. I mean, at that point, he was a cool guy. Yeah. I didn't really get to know him much after he owned the team, but, you know, it, it was cool just to, just to meet him at that point, you know, so. But yeah, I've always loved your show. You know, when I used to watch, you know, listen to you and 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 make you go out in and you know, those are good old days. I became a fan in '94. It was just right out of time. That's so. way back, man. Me and Vicky going out of that's. I mean, we're talking like twenty something years. We- yes, I was. Yeah, '94 was the first time I ever, you know, logged on to Cowboys and and just you know. And the funny story is, you know, I became a Cowboy fan because. I live in the Washington area. My uncle was supposed to pick me up. My first day in this country, he never showed up because he was watching the Cowboys and the Redskins game. I finally get a cab to get to his house. He opened the door. He goes, oh, my God, I can't believe I forgot this. I'm like, yeah, he's supposed to pick me up. And his wife, a day later, his wife said, if you really want to piss him off, become a Cowboy fan. And he will never let it down. And I have never switched since then. I've been a dire Cowboy fan since 94. That's I got my two stories in, actually. Yeah, you did. You did. All right. Well, hey, your first time call, you can do that. Appreciate the call, Luke. Good stuff. Um, you know, that that's one thing I've I've always been amazed about is is where the fans come from. You know, big states, obviously, California, Miami. I mean, Miami. I'm Jesus. Uh, Florida. Um, but, uh, you know, just, just in that area, Florida, California, Texas, of course, you know, but Virginia, Maryland, that that area, just so many Cowboy fans up there. Uh, and I think a lot of it has to do with just like, you know, growing up and you're like, 
my dad was a huge Redskins fan or my family, and I just hated them. So I picked the Cowboys. I mean, I think that that's where a lot of it comes from. But there, there's just so many Cowboy fans, and you're going to hear them uh, Sunday in, in the game. So I said Miami because the next caller is Anthony in Miami. Uh, I don't think Miami is a state, but could be. Um, Anthony in Miami. Yes, Nick the Quick. What's up, my friend? What's Happy up, New Year, man. How are you doing? I'm doing. Look, you know Jimmy. Come on, man. Hey, is this Miami, Florida? Miami, Florida, the state. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just wondering. I mean, yeah, I you know I, I where Dalvin is from, T. Y. Hilton. Yeah. That's all right. I mean, I lived eight out. years of my life in in, in a town, in Miami, Oklahoma. You know, a little different than Miami, Florida. But just had to check, make sure this is Miami, Florida. Okay, cool. <laughs> you crazy, man? Yeah, you got Miami of Ohio. So that's hey, true. What it is? That's true. Big hey, Ben. I think um, I'm just gonna hit off what you just said. I'll talk about Jimmy in a minute. Uh, Miami, because of the '90s and the Miami faction, um, with a, you know, a lot of players didn't get drafted by the Dolphins that play for UM. But Dallas got a lot of Miami and UM. So Miami players fought a lot of their Michael Irvin and all that and UM players mm-hmm. to help build that dynasty. Sure. So I think you picked up a lot right there. So You know. You know, people say that a lot, like a lot of Miami players, but like how how many really? Like you know, it felt like they were bringing a lot of guys from the U. But think about it, like how many did Jimmy 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 got a lot of coaches? But how many did Jimmy really bring from the U? Not Michael Irvin, because he was drafted by Tom Landry. Um, but I'm just saying, like, I think, the, you know, five. five? five. And, yeah. and and were, were they drafted or were they kind of just brought in? Yeah. My like, friend, Godfrey Miles, rest, you know, rest, rest in peace, the okay. linebacker, Godfrey Miles, um, Darren. Darren um, Smith was the linebacker. Smith. You know, Russell Maryland. Russell, Russell Maryland. Yeah, yeah, okay. Russell yeah. Maryland. Wow. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Williams. Williams. Okay, Darren yeah. Smith and Kevin Williams in that one draft. Russell Maryland, Maryland, you're right. They brought in like Dan, you know he brought in some guys too that had been in the league that he had coached like Daniel Stubbs, who Stubbs. you know, you know you who has a sandwich named after him here. Um, uh, Stubb, uh, Alonzo Highsmith. He kind of thought Alonzo Highsmith would would have a little something left. Uh, he's, he's, he had too many injuries. Um, yeah. So yeah, he he did. I mean, later on Ryan McNeil. Um, that's a, that wasn't even there that that time with Jimmy. Nah, Ryan, Ryan was in that corner, not that UM corner. He wasn't that guy anymore. But yeah. Jimmy Jones played a big part. Jimmy Jones, you're right. Okay, played a big part. The, the, so that's yeah, a lot of, a lot of good strong. role players. Role players, good solid players. I mean, you got to have those guys. I mean, those guys oh, yeah. help you win a championship. Uh, Russell Maryland's a great example of that. You know, he was the number one overall pick, but there was some there was some politics going on that year. He, I mean, he wasn't. The, the number one overall best player. Um, but I think, Definitely you know, not. that was one of that was back in the day when, when you had to sign guys maybe before the draft and, and they, they said, Hey, we'll, we'll sign you, you know, we'll sign you to a, to a deal. Um, if you, if you take this contract and, you know, they, they made him the number one pick, but, and he was a good player, made a pro bowl. Good, good player. Definitely wasn't a great player. I'll admit to that. You know, we had much better, even at UM from staff, like you say, and, and, um, um, yeah. Cortez and all those guys. So, you know, sure. it, it worked out. It worked out. You put that team together and everything blended in, you know. And it, it leads me to my point. I'm, I'm going to make this point. I'm looking at, looking over all the, the area, you know, defensive backs, quarterback and wide receivers. Everything is good. Kicking game, of course, and punting game, you know, pro bowlers. Look at your running game right now. Look at your O-line, your D-line, and your linebackers. Your linebackers are kind of because Michael can drop back a little bit. And um, even though Bell is kind of small, if your tackles, that's why Hank is so big, man. And that's why free agency, remember I mentioned the name JS, which you can mention names because you was on that show too with Shannon that day when I said Jeffrey Simmons. Mm-hmm. I'm a Jeffrey Simmons as the best tackle in the league. That's just me. And I wanted a guy like that because I was, a, I was afraid of these injuries. Here it goes again. O-line, you probably can't do nothing about that because it's what it is right now, and you better hope they can do something. So it contributes to the lack of the running game. Everybody's blaming fans. Well, not everybody. Let me change that. A lot of people are saying Tony may have lost the step. Are you looking at these games? Did, you, did anybody look at the Detroit game? Man, they were waiting on him. It's like yeah. you try to break into that week 10 guys, waiting on them. So until the line gets better, 
man, we're going to be in trouble. So here it is again. There's a guy. I wasn't on the shack. I didn't call about Shaq Leonard. But there's a guy that we can use. I don't care if people say he's diminished this. We saw that. I've watched this guy since he was in Lulee. There's a guy out there. We can use him because Rico is kind of hurt. Like, do you want Deuce running? You know what I'm saying? Really? Who, who's in the, the in guy? The second round in the championship game. Do who's you the, want Deuce and Hunter? Come who's on, the guy you're talking about? I'm talking about Dalvin Cook. Okay. Yes, just say, okay. Yes, Got it. yes, sir. All right. So, other than that, I'm happy. Let's go back to Jimmy. Look, my, All my right. greatest coach, my favorite coach, not the greatest. Tom was the greatest. My favorite coach because of the UM and the Dallas connection. I'm so happy it, it, it worked out. I'm so happy to see the love he got. And Nate, man, you look good. You know, you're my boy. You look good doing them interviews. I'm just happy. Cowboys, take care of Benny Sunday. And let's win three games, one, four games. Well, I said the championship game would be good enough for me. I would want a Super Bowl. So get three, one at a time, and I'll be happy. Right. I got nothing negative to say. Look at Dalvin, and, and we'll see what happens. So when we call next week, let's, let's see All what right. we talk about. All right. Thanks for the call, Anthony. Right, Dalvin yes, Cook. Sir. Just for Dalvin Cook stuff, I mean, I was talking a little bit with some guys about that and, and what, what that looks like. I mean, I think to claim him, you're talking like a half a million dollars just to claim him. I mean, that's you know that's his contract divided by 18 or whatever. So you're basically claiming him for a, a day uh, or, or two of the week. He's not going to – he wouldn't play um, – this game and so you know i i think i think they're they will look into it if he clears waivers or if he did clear clear waivers but uh, if he clears waivers yeah they'll 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 look at it and see you know see what what the, their status of their own running back situation with you know health and where rico stands and all that kind of stuff um you know he may have some other teams that are interested as well but um i you know i think that'll be something that they look at next week but you know again not jumping at the chance, just like they didn't jump at the chance when he was available um, in free agency. All right, Travis in San Antonio is our next call. Nick, how's it going? Good. How are you doing, Travis? I'm doing great. Um, I just wanted to call and say I uh, hope you had a good New Year. Um, you too. You and, you and Chris, uh, you guys are awesome. Thanks. And I uh, just wanted to say for Jimmy's um, induction Man, I was I was happy that uh, I got to give an attaboy to Jerry because he kept it short on his end. Yeah. So I was I literally said attaboy when he kept it short and handed over the mic, and I got so and I'm sure like a lot of fans, I got so sucked into that. You get like you can tell like why Jimmy Johnson uh, resonated with players because as soon as he was he wasn't even done with how about them, and I was already yelling yeah, uh, loud enough yeah. probably for my neighbors to hear. So um, it was that was a super cool moment. I know you don't believe in curses, but I do believe in positive vibes, and man, that those positive vibes rolled over in a Sunday. And Arizona took care of the Eagles, and then my my Wolverines won. So it was hmm. it took it was a moment. And after that game, Nick, I, I thought about I actually thought about you because I was like, these are the moments that you know you talk about during the season, even for the Cowboys. Even though this was like kind of a full circle moment for me, it was like you don't have many of those weeks as a fan, and you just got to sit there and go like, man, the Cowboys get a two seed. My team advanced in, in the college football playoff. Like you got to just appreciate like those weeks, like you're saying, and just yeah. go. I may not have all those weeks for a long time. Yeah, you had three days in a row of that Saturday and then Sunday with um, with the Eagles losing, and then of course Monday. I kind of yeah. I kind of thought the Texas Longhorn fans that are here, Derek being one of them, you kind of thought they would, you know, they would get that three straight days. It didn't work out, but yeah, yeah, you're on kind of a roller coaster there. Yeah, so. and I just wanted to say, um, I know there's been talk this year uh, specific to the Cowboys. Uh, I'm just going to say real quick, I've got to give flowers to um, Parsons because I was one of the ones that criticized him. And if you criticize somebody for not doing something, they do it. Like, he played the run. Uh, it seemed yeah. like he, he his interest in playing the run that game was just as high as him rushing the passer. So yeah. That was great to see, so hopefully that continues. And then the last thing I'm going to say, and I'll let you go, and I want to hear your thoughts on it, is, I know everyone's been talking about Tyron, 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 and you know he's holding us back. And this, I, I'm taking the complete Nick Eatman opposite approach because I don't see that he's going to play this week, and it'll be his 13th game he's played, which is the same amount of games he played in 2019, 2018, 2017, 2016. Mm. Um, it's a bounce back year, I think, for him. Uh, yeah. Because I know 2022 and 2020 were rough, 
but he's had three penalties and one sack in 780 plus plays. So I'm, and I don't know if people have paid attention, but offensive line play isn't that great out there. So uh, I'm willing to even bring him back and just keep rolling this. And I think um, he gives you a chance, Nick, to actually groom a tackle. If you find somebody that you like, because if we're going to keep Tyler at guard, think about like, I think it's a natural succession because if he gets hurt, right, like you say, he's probably going to miss four or five games a year. Well, get somebody ready to play those games, and then that somebody is the one that can take over for him. But if you're going to give me 13 games of the way he's played this year, I'm running with it. All right. So have a good one. You too. Sounds good. Yeah, Tyron's been he's been really good. I mean he's he, he's another guy you should look at as at comeback player of the year. I mean he's been he's been really good. Did not make the Pro Bowl. Um, I'm pretty sure he was an alternate. Um, but but yeah, he's he's had he's been really good. I mean they, they've lost five games this year. Uh, two of them he he didn't play, uh, and it was a problem. I mean they 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 had a problem in Arizona. With Chuma Idogo there at that left tackle spot, uh, they, he didn't play against Miami. They had a huge problem with Chuma Idogo at that left tackle spot. Um, you know, so, and some of that's on the Cowboys. I mean, the fact that they haven't had an adequate, you know, left tackle replacement option for Tyron Smith is really on them because it's not like the writing wasn't on the wall. Like, hey, you know, he's going to miss some games, and and you know, I just. I'll say it for a hundredth time. I just think Chuma looks more like a guard. I think he plays better as a guard. And he wasn't playing well at training camp. Let's be honest about that. We looked at it at training camp. Of course, he was going up against Micah, and those guys, those pass rushers, were flying at the ball you know, all the time. But, I mean, they didn't look that great then. And so, you know, he just it just never seemed like that was going to be a great option there at left tackle. So, they, you know, they... They they probably you know whatever happens next year you know they're going to have a different setup there at left tackle but um, you know it's it's worked out because for the most part Tyron's been healthy. All right, Sal in Lansing, Michigan. Sal, hey, what's happening? Nick? What's up? Long, long time, first time. Yeah, let's put it out there. Hell yeah, I love that baby. Anybody, Man, anybody in, in around you in your area where you live? Anybody been upset this week with uh, with any calls or anything going on? Bro, a man, I'm behind enemy lines every day now. We threw a big watch party for the game, and half of us were Cowboy fans and half were Lion fans. And as soon as that clock got zero zero, they got up and just stormed out the house. <laughs> Sorry, it was. It was a good one. But did they report so, uh, eligible? Did they report that they were leaving, or did they just leave? Because right. I mean, no, they just left. No, no, you, no, you can't do that. You have to report. You have to say, "Hey, we are leaving." You know, you, you know, you can't just leave like that. You have to actually report to the to the head official of the house. I know, right, right. So um, you may not remember me, but um, I got my I got my picture taken with you, and I had a conversation with you on the fence line in Oxnard, not this last year, but two years ago. Maybe. Fun, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, with your memory, you probably give you a few minutes. You'll probably remember it. Probably, but, um, yeah. Yeah, we love your um, – me and my boys and my daughter, we're huge fans, man. And um, glad to see you doing so well. Thank I, you. We listen to you all the time with the break with Dave and Hellman and yeah. Eric, Eric Eagleton. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just calling thinking that um, we should kick the tires on Cooks and bring him in. I mean, the running game is – you know, it's getting a little uh, faltering a little bit, and I think that he uh, he could possibly do something for us if we get him in and they like him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I again, I've said this before. I, I, I think it's something to look at, um, but, you know, maybe not for this week. But I don't think they're going to jump at the chance, but, you know, I, why not? Why not get, give it a try? See how he, how he is compared to Rico Dowdle, you know, or even Tony Pollard at that, at that point. But but yeah, the, the good sure. the good thing about it is it's not like he's got a lot of carries this year, you know. I mean Tony Pollard, it feels like week week eighteen for him, I'm sure. But it shouldn't feel that way for Dalvin Cook. He hasn't had as much wear and tear on his body this year, so you know he might he might have a little bit left in the tank uh, to to help you. You know, just come in and, and spell him every now and again. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Hey, uh, if you can do me the honors and just uh, let me give a shout out to my son Ian. My daughter Avery and uh, my son Adam, yeah. huge fans, bro, huge fans. 
Awesome. Good shout out to them. Thank you so much for calling Salad. Be uh be careful there and uh behind enemy lions, uh exactly. if you will there. Hey, you gotta be careful. Go Cowboys. Thank you. Go Cowboys for sure. Uh especially there in Lansing, Michigan. But you know, I mean it's setting right up for if if the Cowboys win, I mean it's setting up for a rematch. Just like Dan Campbell said, you know, like right after the game. Good game, we'll see you in three weeks. Well, probably. Just as long as it's here, you know. I, I I wouldn't worry about that at all. I mean, playing them again. I really I really don't like that's that's one thing that I, I don't think the Cowboys got got lucky. I think the Lions got lucky that it was close game with twenty three seconds to go. That's what I think. There's no way it should have been there. There's no way they should have been down there with the ball. I don't even think it would have been that close. You know, I mean, fourteen to three. I mean, if it was fourteen to three, and you know, Cowboys maybe get get another stop there, and they're going to get the ball in the third quarter. And then the Lions have to play the game a little differently, throwing throwing it around. No, I, I take my chances with the Cowboys playing them, beating them again. That's what I think. But um, we'll see. we'll see. Bob in Rio Grande Valley's next. Morning, Nick. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. What's up? Uh, enjoying your program this morning. It, uh, there's been a lot of talk on the, on the various podcast shows about uh, maybe this, uh, well, for one thing, this being a trap game. It, uh, Washington doesn't really have a lot to play for other than pride. Uh, and then that comes to the thing that really saddens me about the season that the that Washington has had, and that's uh, Ron Rivera. I have a lot of respect for him as a coach, and I hate like heck to see him go out this way. And also being maybe put in a position of having being asked or ordered by ownership to tank this game because uh, they want to get the uh, that number two draft choice. What's your feeling on that? Feeling sorry. What's my feeling on on him like wanting to win the game and all that? And yeah. Oh, I'm, well, I'm, I think, I'm playing to I win the game you, every single time. I'm sorry. I, I play to win every time. I'm, I, well, I, I, I don't do that. I, I, well, I feel like Rivera is a is a. I mean, he's he's one of he's one of these ultimate uh, coaches. That uh, the guy's a uh, Mr. Cool on the sidelines. That uh, he never uh, uh, openly uh, shows any emotion. It, uh, but he's uh, the wheels are always turning. Yeah. And uh, but now this new ownership, the uh, the possibility of getting uh, they're in line for that number two draft choice no, if they I don't, if I don't they care. lose. Yeah. I, I that that yeah. I, I'll talk about that in a second. I'll, I'll let you. You have another point? No, sir. Just okay. Enjoy it. Have a great All right. day. All right. Here here's my here's my thing to that. And I understand. And there's people out there that that say, no, you got to get that number two pick. You know. Can't you can't get the number five pick? You got to get the number two pick. I mean, just go back and look at, you know, the year. I mean, look look at Houston last year. You know, Houston, Lovey Smith said, "No, I'm playing to win and fire me," and and they did, and you know, and he did. They didn't get the number one pick. Are they going to take Bryce Young? Or are they going to take C.J. Stroud? I mean, should they thank Lovey Smith now? You just never know what's going to happen. But let me just paint the picture of of one scenario here because you all everyone listening probably has been to a game. And and you and they're gonna go this week or whatever. And you know how expensive it is to go to a football game. I don't care where it is to just to go to the game. Even if you get free tickets, which you that should be you know you should be thankful for that. It's not cheap to park to pay all that stuff. Can you imagine a little boy waking up Christmas morning a week ago, two weeks ago, you know, and and said that you know lives in 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 Virginia and says you get two tickets to. The Commanders Cowboys game. Big Washington fan. Two tickets. Dad and I are going to go to the game. He's ten years old, and he gets to go to his first game in a week or two when the Cowboys come to town. You know, and you go there, and your team has laid laid it down. They're not playing. They're not going to play their best guys. They didn't prepare during the week. They didn't give it all. They get blown out. That's that's a bunch of crap. I'm sorry. I mean, and and, and I really believe that. And yeah, you're thinking for the future and all that kind of stuff. Um, but you, I'm, Herm Edwards was exactly right. You, you play to win. You play to win the game. You deal with all that other stuff later. If you have the fourth, fifth, fifth pick, okay, that's where that's what you you deserve. That's why I think maybe the NFL should change some of this policy. Maybe the NBA's got it right. You know, I mean, or figure something figure something out where 
you know, you're not tanking games. There's just there's just too much money on the line uh, when, when you're thinking of you know, you know how how expensive it is to go to games. You know what 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 the the, the broadcast rights and, and all the the TV contracts, how much they pay for a team to go out and not give it their all. That makes no sense. If you get the fourth pick, you get the fourth pick. Draft someone, you know, get a good player. But I, I just think it's 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 ridiculous. And so, uh, I, I yeah, I, I think that uh, Ron Rivera or any coach in that situation should go out to win. And if you don't like it, then fire me. You know, I, I, that's what I'd say. Fire me, fire me right now. See what that looks like for you. Fire me and say and and, and say why? Because you're not you're not you know doing what we asked you to do, which is to lose. So see what that looks like for your fan base. Now you 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 win the game. So all right, Tim and Grapevine, next call. Nick, hey, good morning. What's up? How hey, you doing? Hey, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm doing good. It's been a while. It's good to talk to you. Yeah. I'm going to pump a little bit of Kool-Aid here. Let's go. What color? So, so hey, the uh, blue and silver. Oh, nice. So, hey, hey, so check this out. Look, last two postseasons, we run into a buzzsaw, the Niners, right? And we get knocked out in the divisional, and everybody's chirping. All the critics, they're all emboldened. We all don't like it. You know, it's mm-hmm. part of it. It comes with the territory. We're right. not, We're not going to complain about it. It is what it is. All right. But now we have a chance to change the narrative. Uh, this Sunday, this game is massive. We This is a must-win game. We get that two-seed. Mm-hmm. The path is set for an NFC championship in Santa Clara. I mean, it, it's, 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 it's aligning perfectly. Yeah, now, now, the one game I'm watching closely, Rams and Niners, here's why. They're both resting their quarterbacks, other players. But if the Rams can win that game or the Packers lose, then the Rams would keep that number six seed and they're going to play Detroit, who I think they match up with really well and could win. And I think the Rams also low-key are a, are a poison pill for San Francisco. As crazy as that sounds, I think they're a really good matchup for San Francisco, at least offensively. Well, they know and them. So, yeah, they, they're familiar. And they know them. Yeah. Yeah, so the Cowboys, uh, Cowboys Nation out there this Sunday, the job's not done. I mean, if you're going to be at the game, be loud, be crazy. I mean, this is, this yeah. is it. This you is know. Huge. Yeah, somebody said, huge, said trap game. I mean, if it's a trap game, then the players, the coaches that think that way, they don't deserve to be playing this game. This is absolute. I mean, McCarthy said it. Playoffs have, have started. This is it. This is this is a playoff game. No, it's not. It's it, you know, it's not single elimination. But if it, it changes the course, because you, you think about it, it's like double elimination. You know, because if you lose, you go to the losers bracket. You go to over here and you go on the road. Or you stay over here and you have two home games. This is absolutely a huge, huge game. And you're right. Tim, Thank you, Nick. All right, man. Have a good yeah. one. Yeah, it's just it's massive. Now, you know the one thing that, I, that I'm, I'm looking at, and this would be so ironic if Detroit, if today's at the three, Cowboys can, can win and stay at two, and if the Rams somehow stay in that sixth spot, I mean, think about that game. Rams, Detroit, six versus three. Think about the quarterbacks. Matthew Stafford going back to Detroit, number one overall pick from Detroit for years, all-time leading passer in Lions history and all that, playing with the Rams, won a Super Bowl with the Rams, goes back, plays in the playoff game against Detroit. Jared Goff, number one pick from the Rams. I mean, when they made that trade, I don't think anyone thought, oh, in a few years, they're going to match up in the playoffs. I mean, that – I mean – for for Lions versus Rams, you know that that that's a pretty good storyline right there. If that happens, which would mean if that happens, that means probably Green Bay's the seven, and there's some other teams I guess that could be the seven maybe, or it might just be Packers and Rams uh, the only the only option. So it'll probably be the Packers coming in here, and then of course you want some storylines. I mean, how about that Packers and Cowboys, uh, of course again. All right, Rob in Vegas, what's up? Hey Nick. Hey Rob. You know, I I actually may have to be the voice of reason for one. Thing. Yeah, let's let's do that. Bring that. I'm I'm listening to fans and penciling us in NFC Championship. I just want to beat Washington. I, I yeah. to me that's where the playoffs start. And honestly, I hope they tank and I hope they play the water boy. I don't I don't care. I mean, we you got to take that game and then see what happens. Because let's face it. We've been in this position before. Remember the Giants, uh, Green Bay, uh, uh, Zeke and uh, Dax look here. No. In the playoffs, anything can happen, but we have to win 
Sunday. It, it, it's laid out first. Um, we're talking about running the running the ball. We cannot run the ball conventionally. That's got to stop. I don't care who's in the backfield. It's just we just don't do it. I think we would be better if we do more speed sweeps with uh, CB uh, Turpin. I think we need to incorporate that more. We're not going to just smash it up in the middle. We haven't done that for a couple of years, and no. I don't see it starting starting now. Um, got to jump on. Just got to jump on Washington early and make them start thinking about vacation plans. Yeah, the weather's going to be good, uh, and even even if it is cold, listen, it's going to feel a lot colder to them. It, knowing that this is their last game, they got nothing to play for. Right, right. And, and, uh, yeah. I want to ask you a, a, a question. So, hypothetical, let's say you could upgrade one position on the Cowboys for the playoffs, just one. What Oof. position would you upgrade? Uh, upgrade one? What, what would you pick? Middle linebacker. Middle linebacker? Yeah, yeah. if I could... If, if I could grab a guy like a Fred Warner, let's say from the 49, somebody just, like that. Oh, we're just going to grab pro bowlers. If we're grabbing pro bowlers, I, I might take well, Aaron, I mean, Aaron no, Donald. You know, I'm, just, I'm just saying, if you could upgrade one position, if I said to you right now in the playoffs, you get to pick one guy from another team oh. and you could put him on your team. You could upgrade that position. To me, it's middle linebacker because the moan clock is awful. He just gives you nothing. You know, I talked about Donovan Wilson being in the witness protection. Well, he's yeah, out. He's out now. He's out now. He's playing like he did last year. Uh, but but Damone Clark, I just he every time I see him, he's, he's seven yards off the ball. I think Damone. I think Damone Clark is a better player when Hankins is out there. I mean, I think I think that that is just that's all linebackers. They're better when you have a better defensive tackle up front, and so that's kind of what I'm. You know, hanging my hat on. But if I could just pick any player, any position, I'm taking a pass rusher. I'm taking the Pittsburgh pass rusher. I'm taking somebody. Now, if I got two guys, it doesn't matter who's playing linebacker. I could be playing free safety. Like the quarterback's not going to throw it. I mean, like so. Yeah, what I mean, about if they decide to run it, cool. Like, like I, I'll put everyone up there. I mean, like you can't keep because running I look it. Look at who we're gonna. I, I look at the future, and okay, we, let's say we beat Washington. Uh, if uh, Green Bay comes in, they got a big back, uh, young quarterback. I assume they're going to want to play a little smash mouth. Uh, Detroit, yeah, same thing. Uh, obviously, 49ers, same thing. So, and even and even the Rams now are, are running. The yeah, ball. I mean that would be a different game if you play the Rams with uh, Williams. Yeah, yeah. Pro uh, Bowler. Somebody, um, um, uh, a middle linebacker right. that could actually make some plays would be the way I'd go. Okay. All right, Rob. Appreciate it. Thanks for the call. Let's get one more caller in. James in New Jersey. James. Hello. What's up? Yes, sir. How you doing? Hey, this Nick. How you doing, Nick? I'm good. I'm wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I was calling to talk about the uh, offensive line, the running back, and, of course, number uh, Mr. Parsons. Um, be honest. Um, is he about the same size as uh, – the center in Philadelphia, because I'm thinking because it's amazing how much different they play. And everybody's talking about he's much small, but he's, I think he's about the same size. Mark Stepnowski was smaller than all of them, you know. Exactly, I mean, he was. It, it's it's technique. I mean, it's not it's not just size. It's it's a okay. it's a technique. I mean, Frederick. I mean, I don't I don't know if Frederick was that much different than 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 Biotish, but it's right. it's You're about right. it's about leverage and you know and all that. It's not like okay. it's not like they don't see that when they drafted him. You know, Frederick yes. Wisconsin center drafted first round. Biotish, Wisconsin center drafted fourth round. I mean, you know, like they they can see who's got the techniques and all that kind of stuff. But but Kelsey's on a different level. I mean, Kelsey's just he's he's amazing. He really is. Okay, okay. I was just wondering. Yeah. But uh, the running game obviously you know, it helps with the running game beating this thing up, but um, I see that uh, Parson, I'm not Parson, um, Pollard, his vision is not that great, I don't think, as far as the money best, and it could be better, you know, but my main reason for calling was uh, Parsons. Um, I think that there's not a center in the league that could stop him if he's on top of his nose, and he gets running quickly. There's not a center that can stop him, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah, seriously, so I think, honestly, they should do 
he should spend 50% of his time in the right at that spot on top of the center because the center's got to worry about him, the quarterback's got to worry about him, and the running back's got to worry about him. You know what I mean? Whereas you put him in that line, they're obviously not going to give him that call, that holding call, even though people do it like seven, eight times a game. So you got to move him. Don't let him sit there and get held all day long. You know, I think you should put more time, 50% in the middle and 25% on either side, depending on you know, where he thinks yeah. he's not going to get held, you know, the call. You know what I mean? Yep. Well, the thing about that is it's a lot easier mm-hmm. for a guard to help you, help the center. Chip okay. a little bit here. So right. it's not one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Well, at that time, that means, uh, you know, um, the, the, the tackles are going to have to, you know, do some work. You know what I mean? Somebody's, somebody's being singled up in the middle. When they, you got three guys on top of him in the middle, so it should make it easy for everybody else on the line to do their work, you know? I think the key with Mike is just to move him everywhere. I mean, you're right. Yeah, there is some one-on-ones, but just move him around where where they just don't know where he's going to be. And that's that's where I think the, the biggest thing is. So there's times it'll be one-on-one with the center. But I think if he was just there all the time, I think teams could figure that out. They could run at him more, double-team him. A guard and a center on Micah Parsons is not what you want at all, you know, if you're trying to run. So – you just have to, you know, it's a cat and mouse game, and you have to just pick your spots. The last thing you need to do is leave him on a spot where he's not getting held up too long, and they're not going to call it and just leave him there. Yeah. The end, you know what I mean? That's the last thing you need to do, but I agree totally. Yeah. Yes, sir. All, All right. right. Thanks for the call, Thank James. You, have a good day. Appreciate that. All right, you too. All right. Good show. Um Thank you to Chris Beam for running the board and doing all what he does back there. And uh, thanks for all the callers as well. Got 11 calls today all over the place. Texas with uh, most states. But uh, we were we were all over the map today. Good good stuff. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll talk. Um, we'll maybe make some predictions here on Cowboys Commanders and see what it takes for them to get this win and get the number two seed in the NFC East title. All right. For Chris, I'm Nick Eatman. We'll see you tomorrow. Cowboys Storyline. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!